Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What, your sprint? or Because it really is, I mean, that's you ride that enough. You know where the winds are going to be coming from. Mm-hmm. So through plaza and stuff, you're going to have a bit of a cross tailwind. Yeah. And on coming from your left, typically. And then we turn cross before the railroad tracks in the Columbia College. You're three kilometers from the finish. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind your first lap where the wind is. Yeah. Yeah. And where if, if there looks like sprinters are there, you know, and if you feel good with your sprint, then gamble on the sprint. Yeah. It is a hill finish. Yeah. So a lot of people take off. Yeah, take off a little bit early. Kind of let to see how everybody's mm-hmm. doing right at the bottom of that because it it kind of lifts up, flattens out on the first K, and then it starts going. Whoosh, and so cool. Yeah. Because I can do a sprint on a hill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you just gave away your entire strategy to our listening audience. <laughs> it's on. It's all maybe, in the legs. Maybe I won't, I won't make that part of the show. Maybe uh, the only people who get that are our live listeners. They only get go. to listen to that. The rest <laughs> I'll just edit out because, um, oh my God, I'll get to the computer problems here in a minute, but we're now playing sound <laughs> effects over here on camera two. You know what? I even forgot to do the sponsor mentions because I was so stressed about all the camera, uh, about all the fucking computer stuff that went through here. So, hey, before we begin, <laughs> let's get to the thank yous along with some welcomes. Thank you to our great friends at Gooder Sunglasses, you guys, the home for f- the funnest, finest, and fiscaliest. Yeah, I made that one up. Sunglasses available, all polarized, all non-slip, all style, and all under or at 35 bucks, people. You can toss a pair off like a pro if you're into that sort of thing. Me, however, I covet mine like they were made out of gold. I love them uh, too much to do that otherwise, and you will too. Get to Gooder.com today and peruse the fun. Grab about four pair while you're at it. Also, big thanks and welcome aboard to Wahoo Fitness. That's right, you guys. I don't have the applause anymore. I don't think I have the applause anymore. No, I'm, see, I'm, 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 my computer's crashed, so everything's just gone to shit. That's right. Uh, Who would have thought that a company that created a silly little ANT Plus or Ant Plus key in, uh, in back in t- 2009 would end up with the trainer, tech, and innovation powerhouse that is Wahoo Fitness today. Speaking of today, be sure to check out the new aerodynamic Element Bolt. 
GPS computer, the in- intuitive on-device smart navigation, 64-color display. 64-color display. And targeted training features will help you stay on course and defy the competition. You got to do me a favor, though. If you buy, you got to take a second and go to packfiller.com first. Click on the Wahoo link and buy away. Yes, we get paid a little bit amount every time you do. And finally, Ambassador Cycling, people. Sam isn't here yet. Wink, wink. Uh, guess what's going to happen tonight. But you all know how important proper bike fit is, right? You got aches. You got numbness. Well, guess what? You need proper fit. It doesn't have to be your new purchase. It can be the bike you have ridden for decades. My wife and I are even going to go get a tandem fit from Sam. Trust me, it's going to change your cycling life. Get over to AmbassadorCycling.com and get in touch with Sam. So let's do this. Now is where I hit the theme, Race Week People, button number six. (laughs) I want to see if it sounds any different, being that it's on a computer made in the last decade. Pretty much sounds well. The bass yeah. kicks in here in a minute, though. I think. No, it still sounds the same. I just, you know, my old MacBook Pro from, I think at least, eighteen years ago, might have finally shit the bed. Oh, it's you know what the funny thing is, and I think it's just the power cord. It's it's, but they I don't they don't make that power cord anymore. <laughs> so Jackson, you said it's like eBay, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, somebody will laugh at me and go like, really, you want this? Yeah. All right. There's a market. Yeah. Hey, we tried to trick you, you guys. If you're listening live, that means you are smart, super smart. We switched to Tuesdays for our show to accommodate for life schedules and the fact that finally all of us live here. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, let's get to the panel. Um, I'm going to pot this down just a little bit because I got my new... My new sound effects trigger machine. There we go. That's a little better. Now I don't have to screech into the into the microphones, and I don't have the hey, you boys. I gotta find that again. So I gotta start all over. Yeah. <laughs> Let's meet the panel. He is officially now the best tempered person in the face of darkness that I have ever met, Mr. Paul Maine. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't seen me at home. Oh, Jesus. We're going to get to that one here shortly, you guys. Uh, second of all, he is now officially... You notice I'm starting everyone with he is now. He is now okay. officially local, Mr. Jackson Bulger. How are yeah. you, man? Doing well. Happy to be local. First day at his new job today, too. It was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right on. Big day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Working man. Yep. Um, he is now, even though he's not here... He will be here. The nicest guy that has ever made me rage cry, Mr. Bike Fit Sam Wagles, will be here. That was that was last Thursday. I'm going to get to that, too, when, when Sam gets here. But he's just like, the dude waited for me at the top of the hill just to fuck with me, just because he knew that it's like, I don't want you to kick back and relax, so I'm going to fucking make you cry. And so he's like, come on, let's go. And, That's a good and, training partner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, it hurts so much, man. It hurts so much. And me, I am now. The member of the pack field just might think he knows more than he actually knows. I'm Pat Bulger, which means uh, here I thought I knew all about bike mechanics and stuff like that. And then oh. Paul and Sam have been taking my bike for me over the last couple of weeks, just going like, no, no, dude, we got this. You know, you, you, know, you don't want your bike, man. You don't, you know, we got this. Trust me. You know, and then I, I bring it back to him and Paul's like. You know, your bottom bracket's on backwards. Or, you know, hey, yeah. you know, there was a ton of goop in the bottom of your fucking bike. Or, hey, man, uh, that's not how that's threaded. Or I'm like, shit. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so let's start off with something completely non-cycling related about what we talked about at the initiation of the show. Paul, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, should, do you want to give the bay, bay background of this in terms of... Yeah, I'll try and keep it short. Okay. Um, I have this 80-year-old sycamore tree that's <laughs> in front of my house that provides great shade in the winter. Um, the guy who I'd, I'd known prune it, all his workers and stuff, actually personally came up to me and said it was a privilege to work on this tree. Privilege to work on a tree. Yeah, they just said mm. it was the most unique. <laughs> and so I, I'm pretty puffed. I'm proud of this sycamore tree. <laughs> and And the best part about it, Sycamores don't lose their leaves till about mid-November when everybody else is done and raised yeah. up. And I live, as you guys know, on top of the hill, and they blow down to my neighbor's yard. <laughs> 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 and I rarely, there's like about 10 leaves. Yeah, I'm all done. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they're like, yeah, and I'm going for a bike ride in November or something, and these people are scraping up my leaves, you know, scowling yeah. at me. Hey. So they're probably happy. Yeah. For the event that happened, so big gusts came along. There, big gusts. Yeah. Well, it was early in in October, um, we had a early uh, snowfall, and the weight of the snow on the the branches snapped off, knocked out the power. Everybody in the neighborhood, except my wife and I, <laughs> and a couple of other people. This story so, is not, not thinking, going the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> I'm thinking with this event that happened on Sunday, uh, and you folks were with, with me at the mm-hmm. time. We were. It's a big group yep. ride. Yeah. We're rolling up. We call the fish ladder here in Spokane. It goes right past my house. And, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I do there was interject. a group of humans. I do want to interject that the, the fish ladder never used to go by your house. But for some reason now it's just become this... What's the easiest way up the hill to get home? Um, Sam, just push on the door, man. There he is, everybody. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the the fish ladder used to just go a different way. But since we've all been riding with you, it's like we'll just ride by Paul's house on the way home. And that's I mean, for the last twenty years, I've been watching people come by the fish ladder, even if I'm not really right. Yeah, it's like people you don't even one. know. Yeah. Don Cardon used to run right past. That was his. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Hi, so, Sam. Hey. I'm telling, telling my woes. <laughs> my woes of Sunday. Yeah, we're, we're, oh. getting, we're still in the intro to yeah. the show. So you're so, on time. Yeah. Perfect. You need a beer, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. So um, there's a big crowd of people in the streets, and I noticed there isn't much of a tree left, and I parked my car oh. underneath this tree my pride and joy yeah. and it was squished don't drink an the athletic whole... but i wanted to try it do you want to I try really one. okay you can i mean i i just said don't this. drink an athletic on a show sponsored by <laughs> athletic, yeah. didn't i there are cold glasses in the freezer next to it if you want to but and there are real <laughs> beers there too well, oh god i just insulted athletic twice in one show that's my warm-up beer okay okay there you go false anyway anyway <laughs> so now that the wind's out of the sails i'm just sitting here flopping you know yeah i'm just saying the story's lost us no it's yeah. not no, yeah. no, no, no. So anyway, with us i, I support uh, athletic brewing yes there you go that that can opening sound was yeah thanks of anyway pulling so, up yeah we pulled up trees like totally topped off and some people have calculated nearly 10,000 pounds of, of a massive limb is on top of my car. 
and oh. uh, I'm leaning against my house. And so, anyway, um, yeah, so I spent like a good two hours talking to insurance and trying to get things figured out. So the car's still... Still under the tree. Yeah, still yeah. under the tree. We've, we're able, with Dismount Dave and I, kind of opened up some pathways so the mailman can get into delivering mail. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I mean, it went across. It ruined our railing. But the house has been untouched. So that's the positive thing, and nobody got hurt. But my car it is that is totally messed. When, when somebody says nobody got hurt, that is such a catchphrase for somebody who's just like, fuck, my <laughs> fucking thing got broke. God, yeah. oh, come on. Oh, but nobody got hurt. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a bullshit thing to well, say. If yeah. you s- Everybody's just pissed about their own personal. People, again, walk by that house quite a bit. And uh, if they were around when that thing came down, oh. they would have been like a bug on a windshield. That thing oh, was I massive. So. Yeah. yeah, and that's dense. Yeah, it is yeah. heavily water. You can huge. take a hatchet into it, and water comes out. You bury a blade. Really? Yeah, they are. Wow. That's what makes them so heavy. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Um, all I know is I know how important that car is. Was. I, I didn't <laughs> want to say past tense yet. And then I was so impressed to see that you actually said. Well, it didn't land on my bike, so everything's yeah. fine. I mean, I guess, you know. It's <laughs> a way to take it. We have yeah. priorities in life. We have I, priorities I'm in gonna life. I'm going to interject this. Well, we went for a ride on, on Sunday. that Sunday. Yeah. And I'm going back, and everybody, of course, all the neighbors have to talk about it. Yeah, it was around 1025. No, Joe. I think it was 1027. <laughs> I fed the dog. You know, that <laughs> the neighbor yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and I'm thinking clockwise. We got there about, like, my house about 11 10 11 15 so i have 45 minutes away so i started clocking back <laughs> and and then i started thinking <laughs> oh that was about the time the two guys on aero bikes were barely staying on the road because we had these <laughs> yep. massive gusts and so at that point in time where two of my riding buddies were yeah. almost splattered on the road because of these massive gusts my tree is in the process of well, and, my car. and not to mention, I mean, Sam's brother's a little guy, and he wasn't on an aero bike, but he probably almost just went, you know, up to CNEM in this palace in the yeah, sky. Yeah, he has, like, aren't those five-centimeter rims? Yeah, they're 60s. 60s, yeah, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, they're not so good in So, there. yeah, yeah, okay. But, um, well, it's, uh, everybody, during that entire time of the beer shifting and things like that, Sam Waples came in. I introduced you at the top of the show, uh, but I said you're not here. But um, you were, the, and I gave you the title of the nicest guy that's ever made me rage cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was, it was seriously, honestly, I was on your wheel, and we're, we're going to talk about the week and past, but the, the, I, I was on your wheel actually just like a toddler when something important has been taken away. Like Jackson, when you lost that balloon when you were really little, and you were just like, yeah. You you made an emotional balloon. decision at that moment never to have another balloon in your life, and I almost I was like, <laughs> I'm on Sam's wheel, just going, fuck, I hate this guy. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> okay, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh fuck, it hurts so bad. Everything hurt, and but I kept going, and I don't know why. Cause See? It's fucking, because it's bike ride. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. How's it? How's everybody? Okay. Um, this, uh, Paul, you're actually going to get to race your bike this week. I just yeah, wanted to bring yeah. to attention oh, nice. that because I know that you've been, you know, we've been, Jackson, we've had 
our little thing and mm-hmm. uh, the Belgian wobbles. Sam, you had your insanity across the state of Washington. Paul's been just like sitting here waiting in the wings just for this for this mm-hmm. very moment and, and things like that. So are you ready, man? Yeah, the bad luck must be behind me now. That's true. Yeah. Knock on wood right yeah. fucking You now. got it all out in one <laughs> No, I'll tell you right. what. <laughs> It I'm didn't hurt my bike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Jackson, you're not only local, but uh, finish your first day of the job. For, uh, yeah. Reflections on what it's like to be a Spokanite as opposed to a Portlandian? Yeah, it's... Uh, that was professional. <laughs> so far, it feels easier, uh, you know, being here, not having to worry about the weird things that Portland brings along. Um <laughs> There are a lot of weird things if you were willing to talk, yeah. sit down and talk for a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, Been there. Yeah, well, you just Not wait till you there. live there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird place. Um, but yeah, it's it's good working in Spokane now, so it's kind of bedding yeah. in. We move into our apartment in 26 days, 28 days, 27 days, something like that. So Cool. Yeah. Fully cool. getting in. They're it feels totally good. totally in that mode where they're sleeping in the basement of their of the girlfriend's house. Can mm. you believe that? Mm. Right? What's no better problem. than here? <laughs> this basement. Yeah. I There's no room in this basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I know they they deci- they made that very smart decision to do it because and I know why. It's because your entire social dynamic is at that house and our house is boring as fuck at after eight o'clock at night. Our well, house is boring. Well and we also got a little kitty and I don't know how that's true. How yeah, Bender feels yeah, about yeah. cats. So. Well, yeah. Bring him on over. Let's see. Yeah. Make sure yeah. I'm here. Wait till he Someone gets smacked in the face <laughs> with a cat yeah, paw. Exactly. Oh, Bender, Bender's not an alpha. He'd get his ass kicked. Huh. Sam, you're you're not racing this weekend. Um, nope. Why the hell not? Yeah, anniversary. That's a... Uh, oh, still. Fair. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honey, it's I, only for a few hours. I yeah. learned, you see? So yeah. I learned that lesson early on. <laughs> I think it was like our third anniversary or something like that. And we were here, because normally we're gone doing stuff. We were here, and a couple of my friends said, hey, we're going to go do a quick lap at Beacon. You want to join? Mackenzie wasn't off work yet, so she was like, you should go do it. You know? It's like, okay. Like, I'm getting approval to do this. That was the test, and you failed. Crashed harder than I've ever crashed. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Lost my keys at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Got stranded. It was like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, and I was like, don't ever ride on anniversary. (laughs) No, I think heed my words. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think also you 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 were mountain biking, weren't you? That's the other problem. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Paul had to find them. Yeah, he always does. Point. Probably yeah. wouldn't happen on disc brakes. Well, you need disc brakes yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd be dead if you had cantilevers. So that's what they used back in the old days. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had Popeye. V brakes, man. Like, the V brakes. I didn't even have V brakes. I remember when V brakes came out. It was just like, holy shit, these things are legit. And then it's, now it's you realize they're just bullshit too. Uh, hey, you guys. Before I get into the gist of the show, I want to make an announcement. Uh, due to multiple emails, calls, and IMs, that's what the kids say. Um, about the Pack Filler Classic, I've come to a decision. It appears that everyone and their dog is busy for the month of August, and uh, scheduling issues have been popping up like crazy, along with COVID concerns and a whole lot more. And um, I, 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 was, I wrote the words, it is with a heavy heart, but I don't know if it's a heavy heart. I mean, it's just like big fucking deal. Um, I'm, I'm going to cancel this year's Pack Filler Classic. Just too many issues popping up, and my main thing was about having the guys in the show ride the stages and be there on those social stages and and you know i know like this week for example 
the the focus is on this weekend and, and getting ready for the race. And then the next weekend, it, there was something going on and things like that. And you guys have been talking to me and saying, hey, I don't know if I can make the stage in time or something like that. And I just went, you know what? This isn't that big of a deal. Um, so, And I, I think that we need to focus on that final punishment time trial anyway because that's going to be the most fun event of the entire series. <laughs> um, and the after party. So uh, let's – and then and I'm going to let the le- uh, the other stages just, just fall off the end of the herd and go live in the wild and die by themselves quietly. <laughs> um, if you've already competed a stage and sent me your results, I will get them posted, and I will get them posted just for fun. Bookie T, uh, who's, who's usually in charge of this kind of stuff, I'm going to let him off the hook and let him just ride his bike. I will get those posted. So if they're wrong, that's my fault, and they will be wrong. If you donated to a charity already and as part of a registration, you know what? Send me a note. Let me know because I've had some people sending me stuff, and I'm going to send you something in return for donating to that charity because I, I just think that's kind of cool. Okay, so uh, let's 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 get to the let's let's get through that and move on from there. Um, how's the riding been this week? Um, we're our, our main topic of the show is going to be about race prep and tap, tapering and all that kind of stuff. But how how's the training week been for everybody? Jackson, um, now that you moved, well, the move was a fucking nightmare. You guys got stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, moving is, you know, moving. Um, so that week, I didn't really ride. Um, but we did something on, was it Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Sunday was a good day. Um, well, not for Paul. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you just give him a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice on yeah, it? Yeah, right. well, I apologize <laughs> for that. cheese grater <laughs> up my shin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it felt great. Turpentine. In there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, Paul's house is tra- crashed. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, the ride was good. I yeah. felt. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to get too deep into it, but I do remember looking at David, and we were unbeknownst to me going for a KOM that was not his, <laughs> and we were pushing thirty-six miles an hour, and I'm like, why are we going? So hard, the hardest I've ever gone. That's just following a Waples. If the, if the, by the way, that's just what it is. Well, I mean, you know, they're always going thirty six fucking miles an hour. I look to my side and I'm like, I'm not a bitch, so I gotta do this. <laughs> Mom, I didn't raise no bitch. Yeah, seriously. So that my was son just said that. Yeah. And well, that's what road racing brings that yeah. out. Yeah, it does real fast. And then you went for a sprint after it, and I was like, well, now. Because I'm not a bitch, I got to get on the wheel of David. So that was a lot to handle, but wow. it was good. That was the hardest I've ridden in a really long time. Yeah. So ever since I raced in Portland, so I'm happy we did that. Makes me think I might not want a power meter, at least visible on my bike. It's Be- great but- because it shows you that, like, oh yeah, this is really hard. Like oh, when my brother- but I don't want that. I don't want to look down and see. Holy I know, shit! I know I'm doing, what hard is. I'm doing. Yeah. Four, <laughs> I don't need numbers. To I'm tell doing me. 400 watts. I can't sustain this. Or should I look down and go? I'm doing 400 watts. I'm a god. I mean, yeah. those are the two perspectives yeah. you can take on this. That's yeah. Although it's those nice. It's like when we were doing you know several of those headwind sections and like one of them going through Cheney. David yeah. and I were holding over 400 watts to go. Over like eighteen miles an hour, mm-hmm. and we sat up there that whole long stretch yeah. holding that. And I looked at David when we pulled off, and I was like, "I'm dead. <laughs> that oh, hurt." Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, I had proof of like, "Oh yeah, I mean, over four hundred watts is a substantial number yeah. for that period of time." Yeah. So, have, do you have anything on the horizon that you're training for? 
just hurting the locals you know just like <laughs> you got that one <laughs> yeah that one for those of you not on video he pointed at me yes. yeah no Fuck. i mean i i if something popped up i would totally go do it and yeah. i played with the idea of maybe i would go do the wenatchee stage race oh, because yeah. that one's fun what's it called paul turtle bloom oh Drink. i gotta go get a beer but keep keep going by all means this camera so yeah, so I played around with that idea, but I on um, my ride with Paul this weekend, we were talking about how the one twos. The problem is, is that I'm not a full time racer anymore. So, yeah. like, man, that is a full time job to be able to keep up with those young bucks, and like, just do what I did, downgrade to a three. <laughs> that's honestly, I've, I've <laughs> but it's Sandbag like I'm at a four. Yeah. yeah, but the problem is, I think that I would like the threes would be one of those like. I'd feel kind of sheepish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, what are you fucking saying, Paul? I'd get pushed well, out of it. I downgraded to a three. Are yeah. you a two? No. No? I'm a three because when I had... Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, we interrupted Sam. No, I, I, I mean, all I'm saying is I, it's just that tough situation of like, it's more fun to just try to go wreck people locally. <laughs> For now. Until well, you wrecked them all and thought, now what? Yeah. Then yeah. you go and you start racing. Yeah. That's what yeah. you do. Or you show up and they're like, "Oh, he's here." Yeah, I was that guy at the lineup though. Like yeah. my first day in the one twos at Walla Walla, I was like, "I'm gonna drop you. I'm gonna hurt you. You're gonna squirt tears." And it's See, like, "See, that's the rage cry." <laughs> and like they all are looking around at me, like, "Who the hell is this guy?" You know, like they're thinking I must be some hot shit that yeah. just rolled up. I got dropped in the first, like, 50, 60 miles at that pace, right? <laughs> but I'll talk shit all day. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, how'd the week go? Other than... Oh, I mean, that was a decent we're, ride. We're pushing yeah. that away. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was a, decent a decent ride. ride. You guys, both you, Sam and Paul, you guys went out and hurt each other the day before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we rode the whole whole time side by side. And I didn't realize how fast we were going. Um, but when we got back, it's just on every speed, it's like... Yeah. Oh my God, my legs going downstairs, you know. That, yeah. Yeah, I could feel it. So, yeah, we pushed my legs were pretty sore the next day. We averaged almost Sunday. 20 for that mm -hmm. 60 plus mile yeah. ride. With, it was windy. Yeah. With wind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, did the uh, TNT. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and made it farther along than I ever had. So, so with the lead group. Yeah. To quote um, the Beatles. Getting better all the time. <laughs> Sorry, that just popped that's, into my head. I'm just rolling improv, improv right. style here. And I apologize nice, for. Nice. No, that was so, terrible. Yeah, I got about four, four rides in really? last week, which is, I mean, with good intensity rides. Yeah. So, yeah. I got on the, a real bike, my real bike, for the first time last Thursday. You guys, two people at this in this podcast saved my ass from riding an old school, really stretched out steel bike yet one more day and hobbling around like I had a two by four shoved up my ass <laughs> the three days afterwards because it was just like I was just like, oh, fuck, I can't move. I used to be so stretched out when I was younger, but I'm not anymore. Um, and the funny thing is when we were riding when you're on that bike and I'm like, you're going, I'm so stretched out. And I'm looking. No, no, so you're not. He's supposed he's to look, just, yeah, because he still rides the same <laughs> yeah, form. He does, and so, so uh, you guys saved my ass. And that when I said at the onset of the show that I just, I always thought I knew everything I knew and I know how to work on bikes. And then I watched you guys work on my bike, and I went, 
fuck, they're doing that really fast. <laughs> that cable goes around there? Well, you opened up this like toolkit and it like unfolds and rolls out and it goes halfway across the, the sidewalk. I'm like, what, what do you got in there? Oh, I've got... Uh, I've Me? Got some, yeah. Oh. I got the pump and I've got uh, CO2 and I've got uh, a couple of tubes here. Oh, look at here. And this small little screwdriver goes flying across. And I'm like, who's the. It's like what a kid. This it's for? like. Paul, it says Fisher Price Paul, on it. That's for, that's for somebody who rides different styles of bikes. That's well, for, we're on one bike. But it's I have the toolkit for my multiple bikes. For all my different bikes. But anyway, that has nothing to do with what I was talking about. <laughs> I was watching you guys work on my bike, and Thursday I was able to get out and, and ride on um, on my on my giant on on the you know, I was so happy to be back on it. But I had realized that I had not been on that bike in over two weeks. I, I last time I was on it was before we left for Belgian Waffle. And then I rode my gravel bike a couple times, but not a lot. And I rode the steel bike a couple times, but not a lot. And going out for that Thursday was just such a shock to the system. I thought, honestly, and this is, I was looking at you, Sam, afterward, after I finally got dropped the last time, and you again dropped off. And I was like, going, is that fucker coming back to make me go hard again? But let no. me die. Yeah. <laughs> let it go. Me to die. <laughs> I just want to crawl up in a fetal position and rock back and forth in the middle of the highway. But um, but I was I was talking to you and I was just going, oh my god, I I it shocked my body into like, oh yeah, you you, okay, this is what you used to do and this is what you're gonna do again. So um. Uh, I I have since ridden the I rode the classic prologue, rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the same stage I did last year, which was actually not an effective prologue stage, but um, I do want to say that it was actually a hell of a thing for my my uh, my ego because I took two minutes off my time wow. from last year, which is a under two minute a uh, two mile race uh, stage, so. That's that that you know for me. Hey, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pack myself on the back, and and that was that was really fucking awesome. Um, and then I had a group ride on Sunday. I was feeling really good that day, feeling great that day. Um, and then I realized that you two, Paul and Sam, had ridden the day before, and that was kind of like one of you guys pissing in my martini <laughs> because it was like, hey, I'm awesome. Oh, no, I'm not. You guys rode yesterday. And you guys wrote hard yesterday, and so I'm living a lie, but I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the lie that it is uh, for now on. And we're 30 minutes in, and I even got to the fucking headlines. Um, uh, but uh, here it is; it's August already. We haven't had a bunch of races to attend. Um, why do you think? Does anybody have any insight into what's been going on and why we don't have any have have as many races this year? I know we're t- we're staring down the barrel of a COVID variant and and people are already starting to pop up and and show some of these things. And I I'm wondering if there were race directors who just kind of went fuck it. Um, but uh, the season's been pretty mellow around here. Maybe I'm missing out on something. Jackson, you got some racing in Portland. Yeah. Um. Am I just living in a tiny sheltered bubble of Spokane, or are races hard, few, few and far between? There's the fifty three eleven that's over Eric Anderson is yeah. doing a bunch of races over on the west side. 
but Vance Creek and yeah, yeah, and yeah. that they were just doing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I was really looking forward to those summer crits because that's my my thing, and I keep looking like is Derby Days happening or Ballard, yeah. and they're all canceled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they're just not. Is that because of the new COVID strains, or is that because of just it came the the vaccine came late? I think everyone was just like that. unsure that like the season was even going to happen, yeah. mm-hmm. and so yeah. they didn't. They were like, "Well, yep, nope, not going to happen. Plan on it, twenty twenty two." Really? Yeah, I I think timidity came over the entire cycling and event world entirely just because it's like, oh, let's put a lot of money into this, and then it for it to all get shut down, it just kind of yeah. I'd rather I as a race promoter, I'd rather not take the risk and just wait till COVID's gone or gone to a level where it's safe to do it. Well. There's a couple, you know, um, Ace who does. Everybody got a beer. Yeah, um, Sam doesn't. Yeah. Jesus, I'm done with my warm up. Who, who's a promoter? Warm-up. A promoter for uh, Tour de Bloom. Drink. I I burped right when my face went to the glass. That guy has been like checking God. dates, checking, moving, moving. Finally solidified, and it's late, like September. You know, in the uh, September twenty. What is it? Weekend twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. The race you speak of, which we shall not yeah. speak of, yes, is at in... the end, towards the end of uh, September. So wake me up when September ends. Yeah, wow. So um. that I mean, he did that for the assurance that there's more likely now the borders open up, the Canadians can come down, which there's always going to be a big battle between the Americans and Canadians. <laughs> Sam and I had that talk. Um, yeah, oh, I don't know why. There's no reason. Yeah, I got it. There is, but I hate them. Yeah, <laughs> you hate Canadians. Yep, racing against them. Yep, they're oh. so strong. Yeah, pasty white. Yeah, it's like hey, they don't careful on the pasty lines. white comments. Oh no, they're the pastier than you. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah, great white north. Yeah, they wear their great white. They wear their toques underneath their helmets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's some promoters that kept, you know, trying to keep the ball rolling. And, and Ace, because really, that's the biggest stage race in, in the state of Washington, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, a cascade didn't happen, right? Nope. So. Oh. I'm just, I, okay. I just feel like it's weird. It's an odd season. It's an incredibly odd season. and um, Not okay. as odd as last year. No, that's, that was that's really true. weird. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I got to fast forward. I got to get to the. I got to get to the headlines because there is one thing we all have to talk about. And Sam doesn't know. I'm throwing him under the bus of 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 picking um uh, tour of Vuelta España. But but just when you thought you could relax, I don't have the theme because my old school computer shit the bed and oh I can I can say my old school computer shit the bed and I can do this. Yeah, so I don't have any more. I don't have my my news theme. Maybe this will work. No, that sounds fucking stupid. But um, so there's my. I don't have the news theme until I get a new computer. But just when you thought you could relax, another biggie pops up on the racing calendar. Yeah, the race that plays with your emotions and allows riders one last chance to grab the spotlight is here. The Vuelta, everybody. This year's biggest news is the form of. Egon Bernal versus Primoz Roglic, uh, the battle there. Um, Egan's coming off a zero win. 
Egon, Egan. See, I, I question myself on every fucking bike racer's name now. <laughs> I'm so terrified of screwing it up after so many years yeah. of 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 who's the guy who won the tour this year? Everybody, Pagacha. 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 See, I see. I've been him. You know what's happening? I'm becoming the mock of this show. I am self your show. I'm running myself into fucking hell for this show um, because what I'm doing is I'm I'm making myself look dumber and dumber every episode. It's like some guy started off going like, "Well, it's a great show, but the guy doesn't know who Leo Wilcox is." And I was like, "Okay, no, I don't." And then, oh, Pat doesn't know how to change his front derailleur, or or and now it's like I don't know how to say Primo's Roglic. Anyway, sorry. Um, uh, so. Bernal's coming off a zero win um, and silent preparation. We haven't heard much from him after after that. Roglic is coming off an entire backside filled with road rash and an Olympic TT win that it's almost looked like he thought he had another lap to go. Um, so thoughts on, first of all, primarily anybody, this battle and if it will prove worthy. Does anybody? Jackson had his ready to oh, rock. Yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be really interesting. I and I won't go too deep into it, but I'm really interested slash worried to see if Yumbo Visma can band around a guy who seems to not be able to stay upright. <laughs> yeah, I'm not concerned too. And also yeah. looking at the team of Ineos Grenadiers, you have the current gold medalist, you have another current gold medalist, and then, you know, some pretty big names. Yeah. So it's it's going to be an interesting battle. But you're a winner. Two. Yep. Also on that. Carapaz, Two. Adam Yates, Mikhail Landa, Miguel Angel Lopez, Enric Moss, just to name a few. Um, and the parkour this year, no finish in, Monra- in Madrid this year, a time trial, immediate pretty good distance time trial to end the Vuelta. Um, is it just me or does this race provide a good deal more surprises than the other Grand Tours? It usually does. Mm-hmm. The Vuelta always has a tendency to... Always surprised. It's always interesting. You had the guys who crashed out in the earlier Grand Tours or didn't do so well. This is a last chance for everybody, it seems like, to get their chance to come up front or those people that saved to be, you know, the young and up-and-coming guys have a tendency to, to try and hit it hard. So it is – it's unpredictable. It's hard hard one to predict. Mm-hmm. Not like the yeah, other ones are easy. Take yeah. it from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do such a good job. Um, and 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 we do have the one and only Sepkus in this one which is actually a very cool thing to see you know and I don't mean to make it all America but uh god damn it America um you know that that his his position obviously is is playing second fiddle to Roglic but who knows where that could end up within the first week so um I, I, I don't mean to fast forward through something as grand as the Vuelta, but um, we should probably, do we want to make some picks? I've, everybody has the, the list in front of them here, thanks to our friends at Pro Cycling Stats, by when the way. Did you, when did you print this out? Because I'm looking at Yumbo Visma. This afternoon. Kind of, yeah, and, and now, because they have Grunewagen on, on Pro Cycling Stats. It's not on this list. Um, this they is, omitted, they got George Bennett. And it's not on this list. So this is the newest list. 
probably just came out. I swear I did this about yeah. an hour, about two hours ago, three hours ago. Yeah, and they just probably just changed at the last minute. Oh, okay, so, so you're yeah. saying mine is more right than yours? No, I would say this is, this is pro cycling stats. That's that's their job. Oh, okay, and, so and th- that's no, what, you what this you're saying is this is more right. The copy no, 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 I I'm provided, what I just pulled up on my phone, is more, more right. Yeah. Fucking because it's fuck. I can't this do is anything. fresh. This is new. It's what this is paper. This is dated. See, this is printed out as soon as it hits the paper. It's the interweb. Yeah. yeah. This is, you this kids turns over. We're it's doing got a little arrow I can refresh. Look at that. Ah! Yeah. Oh, there we go. It just changed again. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'd say print it again, but it'll no. be outdated by yeah. the time that shows <clears throat> yeah. up. I was thinking to switching to Tuesday, they'd have a better like start list. Yeah, a then lot of Mondays, good that like did we me. had like two, two yeah. writers or something. So. Look where that got me. Well. Close Switching enough. to Tuesdays, get it closer. But to I think start. I think that if we're picking head honchos, I guys th- to win. I I, think I, I don't think we should put anything on the line this time because Paul's got to no. suffer enough anyway. Jeez, By the pride. way, over, behind Paul's head is now the official wall of shame. Um, it has the uh, the the kid of shame with Viagra and the Rogaine, and the back is even more. And it now has my left shifter on it. Where's the Concord saddle? The Concord saddle will go up there. Yeah, right. Um, anything that that just sucks Where is going to go on the that hole. jersey? My brother-in-law made it for me for my 50th <laughs> birthday. You, she's yeah. switching around. Actually, if, if somebody get out, yeah, switch the hanger around. What's for those metal? of you who can't see it, the metal, I don't know. The metal, I just thought, was something that, yeah, oh AARP, Depend, Metamucil. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Man. My brother-in-law made that for me. So Paul had to wear that the first time he, he did a shame ride, and that was when he had to ride the, the entire rollers show on the yeah. rollers. And, yeah. And then he sprinted at the end and broke my beer glass. And it vibrated off the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. He's going so fast. That's a great so, idea. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. we should not necessarily provide a punishment for this one. But I, I almost I put here in my notes that we could pick two leaders, but they can't be Roglic and Bernal together. Oh, perfect. An outsider and a stage winner. I don't think you can pick a sprinter at this one because it's so fucking hilly. Um, yeah. So it's almost like you get to pick your two leaders, uh, an outsider, at, at t- maybe just three riders, two 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 leaders and an and a and a and an outsider. Does, does that sound like too much to ask? Oh. I mean, people can call us out on the fact that we failed miserably and go from there. Um, and I'm going to pick people that are probably going to not have. Excuse me. My God, uh, I'm burping. I'm such an amateur tonight. I'm, it's like I've never been in the broadcasting world. And I'm looking through my list of writers, and I'm trying to figure out who the hell's going on. Does anybody have two yep. leaders? In, Jackson, you already do? Yep. Wow. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. That's okay. why I wanted to have. So um, I am unsurprisingly going to pick as one of my two leaders, Egan Bernal. Okay. I think he had too good of a zero to not win this and this will equal his all three grand tour win like monument or whatever Um, okay my second leader is alexander vlasov who has nothing to lose because he's so young so that means he will throw everything at the wall and then my last one um is going to be a man who was actually tipped to possibly win the tour de france if he went um and it's gino mater from bahrain victorious Oh, good choice. Yeah. 
Sam, you don't have to jump into this if you don't want to. I mean, I don't want to throw you out of the bus. But I'm you're, totally you're down to play around if you want. to. Was it Jacobson that was the young kid that was in the tour? Is that who I'm thinking of? For, for, up for Fabio for team, uh, yeah, Fabio. What? Was that? Am I right? Who was the young kid that was like he was doing great for team for Decornick? Um, uh, he's young. Yeah. He's like twenty. Oh. I think it's him. I'm going with that. <laughs> That's your. That's one of your. That's your outsider. Or your leader. Um. That's gonna be an outsider. Okay. Um. So we guess three leaders. Uh. T- two leaders and an outsider. Okay. Uh. Primo's Roglic for yeah, one yeah. leader. Yeah, that's a good choice. And then uh, let's do Miguel Anguel Lopez. Uh. That's a great choice. Those are actually really good choices. Paul, what are, you, what are you rolling to the deck with? Well, I was going to do Bernal, but I passed on that. Oh. I'm going to do Roglic and Mika Landa. Both of them can't stay upright. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> And I think we got I got an omen with my tree can't stay upright. So I'm going with that. Oh! <laughs> See, there's a theme behind that. That was good. And then Max Schachmann. Who seems to not be able to? You've say held on. Always got to be a German. <laughs> yeah, <You've held> on. <laughs> <laughs> always a German. Yeah. I tried to do a Belgian, but not in a classic. I mean, in a Grand Tour. I'm going to play around. I'm going to start off with my obvious pick, and I'm going to curse him by saying Primus Roglic. I'm Why just going. Okay, I'm changing. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Pick his guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not yeah. picking again, Bernal. Um, I'm going to pick uh, um, Hugh Carthy as my other leader. This is a good tour for him. Mm-hmm. As another leader. And my third rider is going to be Guillaume Martin from Cofidis. I don't know mm. why, but I'm picking Guillaume Martin for Cofidis. But there we go. So that's what I'm sticking to. And I, I'm very unprepared for this race. I have kind of been looking at other stuff. You know, I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off lately, and I haven't been really paying too much attention to the games. So it, it could be interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what we're going to do. Yeah, uh, let's go from there. I guess I guess that's it. I had more. I that I had COVID in the Tour of Portugal. I had all kinds of stuff like that. But you know what? Fuck it. We got to get to the topic of the show, don't we? That's what happens in the world of podcasting, right? We got a time limit, even though there isn't one. Let's get to the topic tonight's show. Brought to us by our friends at Scratch Labs, the best tasting and performing hydration out there. And Athletic Brewing, the best tasting and non-alcohol alternative to beer. And I'm sorry for what I said earlier in the show because it's... I No, I'm going to turn the camera on myself. And, and I'm going to call myself out. And I've said it a thousand times before. I don't consider it... I consider Athletic and Beer Beer different things. This is... I think they call it a non-alcoholic brew. And uh, what did you think? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... I recently started drinking. Um, oh, this is hilarious! If you Bud- say seltzer, I'm Budweiser gonna... Zero. Oh, <laughs> God! I don't even know Doors why. Right there. Oh, sir. it's horrible. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I think that I had it because I was like floating one day. And you know, you're like, then you got your wits about you when you're out on the water, right? No, and, I don't know. What you're <laughs> <about>. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, much better than that. Okay. Yes. The hazy IPA is in there too, and it's not bad. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. That was just the. Standard you just had the standard, yeah, the run wild. Yeah, yeah, that's good yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, get your butts over to packfiller.com, click on the links, please, and give them a taste. Uh, the best during and after ride beverages out there. I want to talk about race preparation today, you guys. The final days before a big race. We have all been there. We've all had success stories, and we're all likely probably have 
beautiful failure stories. Uh, there are ways to do this properly, ways to get by, and there are ways to really screw things up. Uh, let's see if we can come up with all on all fronts here. So guys, in, in no particular order, talk to me about your training and how meticulously you guys tend to prepare for a big race. I've seen coaching documents talking about, you know, peaking up to the last second and the last hour and stuff like that. And I go, how realistic is that for somebody who has a life? Um, how do you guys prepare and how much detail do you put into to up to the last moment and things like that? Does anybody want to go and jump right into this? I've probably got the shortest version <laughs> of all of these answers. Um, you know, if we're being really honest, I didn't really train for Belgian Waffle Ride. I trained for road racing. And it showed um, at the end, uh, 11 hours in, and my I, there's a picture in BWR where they didn't get my face. They only got the top of my helmet because that's how I felt um, at yeah. the end of the day. And so I think I have been strictly focusing on how, like, how can I be a road racer for the future? Because that's what I find most interesting in racing right now. Um, am I meticulous? No, because luckily I have the power of youth along my side, so I can, if I want to, get fit in four weeks, you know? So that's that's kind of what I've been doing. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sam, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, I... I mean, I've been coached previously, and um, that was definitely the best I did, like, week after week after week. Uh, And, like, you chose your A races that you, you know, peaked for and all that. That was great. Um, But I think that now, like, with being more career-focused and other things besides bikes, um, (laughs) like, this year with my big ride across the state, I mean, that was a big undertaking for, but I just always look at like, what does the event require? Yeah. And that's how I train for it. So I just break it down into pieces, you know, like are there hills? Is there wind? Is there like that type of stuff? And I just break it down to that and that's how I train. And then I usually give myself just default a week off Yeah. before I would like go into the event. So if races this Saturday, last Saturday, Sunday is going to be my hardest rides. And then during the week, I'm just going to kind of keep things moving and not overdo it. Yeah. Paul? Uh, in my early days, of course, we had like Eddie B's book, 
Yeah. And then so uh, Greg Lamont had his. I have and, both right yeah. over there. That's really. I mean, sad you about just would existence. read those and do well. He, uh, he being um, Lamont had that you know micro workout type. Yeah. That was his structure, as opposed to Eddie B was this what you did on this day, this is what you did on that day, every single day, pretty much. You know, sprint workout Mondays and Fridays were easy. Saturdays, if you weren't racing, Saturday, Sunday, you were riding like it was a race. Yeah. And and Wednesdays too was high intensity. Or long L- LSD, LSD. yeah, yep. yep. slow distance. So I mean, that's I, you know everybody else trying to train train the same way. And like Sam says, once you get older, and it's not really your focus. I mean, cycling is a huge part of my life, but you know now it's just shits, shits and giggles. I mean, that's what I'm doing it for. But my most the most successful I've been in cycling is when we had I, I was racing almost four days a week when we had like two. We had a um, uh, yeah. Twilight series and then Badlands backed up with that and then I'd go out on the weekend and it was nonstop. And the other days that I wasn't racing I was just kinda spinning my legs and chatting. It's just intensity and I had great success that way and there was no structure to it. So Yeah. Yeah. I um I have spent my time my most recent time in focusing on, you know, s- forcing myself to sign up for a big event. And training for that big event, and then what comes out of that is just bonus. It's just gravy. And um, I came out of uh, the Belgian waffle thinking, okay, cool. I've you know I've got a month or so to train for the next big race. And no, I was wrong. I only had three weeks to train for the next big race. <laughs> but um, that's because I'm shitty at the schedule. I'm shitty at the calendar, and uh, and that's my own fault. But um, and now it's just a matter of. Okay, here we go, you know, and I I do have to say that, and Sam, this made me thinking about the topic of this show, is you and I talking after the Thursday race when I was just destroyed, and um, I was trying to figure out what was going on, and, and, and you and I were talking at length about, about, I can't remember the terms you gave it, you know, but, you know, muscle memory and things like that in terms of what you can do to yourself and what your body, you're waking your body up or something like that and trying to figure out those types of things, and um, that Thursday was hell, but the Friday and Saturday things are coming and clicking together. And today I went out and I just did a couple quick hard jumps on some hills and stuff like that to kind of keep the body keep. My, it's not my brain, I don't think, is as much as just muscular memory, just kind of deal with those things. And it's the different systems, like that's the biggest thing. And so, like physiologically speaking, you have you know anaerobic and aerobic systems, right? And so, if you're not accessing those higher level um you know high speed fibers then you're gonna just shut them off yeah so that's why like you're not gonna gain anything like actually strength wise in the last week of a an event that's why it's like everybody i mean i've talked to so many people about this i'm like rest like you need to rest because that's where you can actually you know build up your glycogen stores and everything and then just keep the you know pump primed for race day, and then just freaking blow it out of the water, you know, like <laughs> leave everything out there. But yeah, so many people just are like, oh well, if I take a day off, you know, I'm gonna be exhausted. Like yeah. once the day comes, my legs aren't opened up. I'm like, no, oh, just keep you know short, quick intervals. Like especially, you don't have all the time in the world to train, yeah. so use you know like train smarter not harder yeah there's a lot of riders that train you know with short intervals that are incredible like you know pro crit racers and they just do shorter events yeah 
that's also the thing that my brain has had to wrap around is it's okay to go out and do a maximum three-hour ride now because just the endurance method that we were all focused on for mm-hmm. such a long time yeah. is like, oh, I don't have to do that anymore? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's just putting matches in the matchbook, you know? And yeah. so it's like instead do a three-hour ride, but maybe do like multiple 20-minute intervals in there. You yeah. know, intervals are key. Like yeah. that is just a way to boost up, you know, those high-intensity intervals, but don't overcook yourself. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, you know, like what do you guys think in terms of you, if you were talking to somebody who's approaching this for the first time and my main reason for bringing it up is we have our district championships this weekend. Um, and how would you recommend people approach two weeks out, one week out, um, and you know, even the day before kind of a mentality in terms of preparation for these types of things. And I know it's probably each person has their own different thing, but, um, like, for example, I went out today and I, I did some hard efforts. I wanted to do some hard efforts because I'm scared about, you know, resting. You said rest, but I'm scared of resting too much where I come back in and it's like last Thursday and I my body's going, what? <laughs> you know, or something like that. Paul, do you have a, a method you approach two weeks out, one week out, things like that? No, you... I'm not a good example. I wouldn't ever. Anything that I would say, <laughs> my position on the bike, uh, you know. Um, I think to me, I, I think one of the things that I benefit from is, is putting yourself in that pain and, and those like the TNT ride for us, you know, pushing yourself to the point where there's so many times and you're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to get dropped now. And then you're constantly pushing yourself. You, you, you'll be surprised how far you can go. Yeah. And if you don't do that up to a race, once you get to that moment, you're going to quit. But I think, I think in my experience, at least me personally, my biggest weakness is shutting down before I, you know, have to step off the bike and throw up. You yeah. know, you want to almost get to that point if racing is your objective, winning that race because things change. I've I've seen where I'm thinking I'm I'm done and even got dropped, and the next thing you know, the pack slows down for some reason, and you're on there, and they've been burning each other out, and you're almost as fresh as everybody else. You yeah. you can't. That's the sweet thing about to me road racing is it's not over it's it never is over and but the mental aspect you have to suffer you have to get and it's it's on somebody to me it works more on somebody's wheel as opposed to getting on a trainer and like holding a speed because there's variance there's somebody like attacks you're right on the edge and somebody attacks and you got a gap and you got to close that gap because you know that's what i mean those are the games you have to play and that doesn't happen on on cartoon writing so you know i agree with that well that's a i mean that is a true form like that's that is a good thing about training up closer to the event is that getting used to being uncomfortable for longer because yeah in my like i would say prime you know quotation marks is like i remember doing the state champs time trial and that was the worst feeling i've ever felt for a hike an hour and 20 minutes and the fact that i could feel that bad for an hour and 20 minutes and not just pull the plug at any moment wasn't because the whole season i was like oh i can do this for 20 minutes i can do this for 30 minutes i can do this so it's like that kind of like what you're saying Mm -hmm. is yeah that is big learning you know like i don't have to quit yet but you're still not going to make like you know gains physically but mentally totally i think for me anyway that 
I, I think I shut down many times mentally before the physical. Yeah. Um, more often than the physical. Than I, I don't think that's you. I mean, I, I, mean I, I think we could probably say that most athletes are probably in that 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 mm-hmm. wheelhouse, so to speak, where it's this. Yeah, yeah, it's self preservation. Yeah, I mean, your mm-hmm. body tells you for a yeah. reason. Like, dude, you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, and and everybody thinks they could have gone a little bit longer and then stuff like that. And by the way, the people who throw up at the finish line just didn't eat properly. That's bullshit. If you throw up or <laughs> drank too much, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. know. Oh yeah. shit! Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know, I've seen more triathletes come across the line, and by the way, they always fucking vomit right at the finish, right where I'm standing there talking on a microphone, and they're just like going Bleh, right there, and I'm like, oh, you couldn't take ten more steps, you selfish I saved this douche. Just for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get it's to always, smell yeah. bile for yeah. the rest of the yeah. day. Yeah, oh. yeah. So it's always like that. Does anybody have any like uh, superstitions or traditions, a ritual you perform before events in terms of preparation? Preparation in terms of food, in terms of anything like that, you're like, I gotta do this. This is this is this is my pre-race ritual. I have noticed what works well for me the night before, at least. Yeah, is like, and everybody's gonna be like, oh, duh. But like, <laughs> I found I found that at least two to three 32 ounce water bottles, just have them throughout the day. Water, obviously, yeah, yeah, has been the best for me because. I wake up the next morning, I've hydrated properly, and not to be the guy who lives by the numbers, but my whoop scores are higher when that happens. And to me, like whether the whoop, I I believe that it's a real number, but whether it's real or not, it's also mentally, I see green. That Mm -hmm. means I see green out on the road as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think the water, and if I see see a green score in the morning, that's what's going to make me even more excited. When we did our ride this weekend, I had green, uh, I had green in the morning, and I was like, "It's going to be a like a good day." And I, funnily, and it was. no, yeah. I was going to hold off on this before I asked you about this. I was going to mm-hmm. do this later in the show, but you woke up the morning of Belgian Waffle Ride, <laughs> and you were in the red. Yeah, and I um, waited about twelve miles to tell you. Yeah, what? But who cares if you told me or not? Yeah, what did that do to you? I mean, this is that wake-up data, you know, This now that we have all this information at our fingertips, what do you do on the mornings where you wake up and the numbers don't match? What? How did you deal with that? It's a really freaky thing, especially doing the longest and hardest ride I've ever done in my life. Yeah. So I woke up and I saw that and I was like, that was expected. First of all, I knew I wouldn't get a high, high score. Um, and also I thought, well, it's just a number I spent the money i gotta do it really i knew however what happened i knew that what happened would happen i knew by the end of the day just body fat everything like that that it would eventually i know i have a time cut off in terms of how much how I long can, you could go yeah i knew oh okay i knew when we hit double digits that's when actually when i hit like a seven hour mark that's when i knew it was gonna explode really but, yeah, and and the number told the number made solidified it more for me. So, do you guys think that's that's a, a mental barrier, or do you think that's like when you look at something on your phone in the morning that says you're going to be tired? Is there a way to combat against that? 
Like, for example, I wake up, I'm going to wake up on Saturday morning. It's going to be the day of the race. My whoop score might say I'm 33%, even though I think I feel okay. Do I, should I not even look at that fucking thing in the morning? You know, what do you do? I think it's a personal thing. I mean, if if you don't allow that to bother you, we're talking about the mental side. Yeah. That would bother the hell out of me. I feel like it's the, you and I would probably line up with this. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to race anyway. You're racing anyway. So it's one of those things like I wouldn't want to see it because either way, it's going to hurt. Like whether you win the race or you get last place, it's going to hurt. Like, (laughs) so whatever your whoop score is, like that doesn't really matter. It's cool for training purposes, but come race day, I wouldn't look at it. Yeah. Personally, because I was wondering if I should not even look. Because I had a good score on on bells and waffle, but I, I, oh man, that's almost like you know somebody saying, "Hey, Christmas presents are downstairs in the living room. They're all open. You can look at them." So what, like, no, what, I won't look at them. Here, you could answer your question. What what if your whoop score would have been lower? What, I mean, like you were in the red or orange or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think your mentality going into it would have been differently? I don't know. It might have been. I mean, yeah. it might have been in the back of my mind, you know, and I'm, that's what I was wondering with you, Jackson. You know, was that in the back of your mind wondering, I, 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 my body isn't fully recovered for this. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to hit a wall. I, well, I, it also reminded me, hey, you got to conserve. Okay. Just because it, it, it reminded me, first of all, your 6% body fat, you can't hold a lot in. Um, Just it, brag it out, Jackson. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's phone's going. Um, But yeah, it it was just a good reminder as to like, hey, this could like something could happen. You just got to keep that in the back of your head. Okay, okay. So that's a good way to look at Mm -hmm. it. Now I'm terrified. I don't know why I want to look at my phone in the morning. (laughs) I do think it's like the morning of Perry Roubaix. I don't look at my phone because somebody's going to spoil it for me. So I don't want my phone to tell me you're going to have a shitty day. I do think (laughs) road racing, especially in what we're about to do, is different because you aren't going to hit. I mean, we might hit 107s, but you aren't going to face that dehydration. Yeah. That am I going to be able to make it 131 miles type of situation? Sure. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna be dehydrated. It's 102. Well, yeah. Yeah. But so. not to the point that I saw you. Yeah, I was in a bad place. Yeah, I was in a bad place. Pre-race rituals. Sorry to jump back no. to that. Do you guys? What do you guys have? Like, for example, I was told once upon a time that I have to finish eating two hours before the start of my event. I make sure that even if the race starts at one o'clock in the morning, I'm up before I make sure all my foods in my system, at least two hours before the start of the event. I usually stick to oatmeal. I, I oatmeal goes down my system really well. Uh, oatmeal with bananas. And that's my, that's my pre-race ritual. Um, that's, that's what I force myself to do. I'm trying to think of, and I have to be at the race at least an hour before the event, every race. God, I don't really have a race. I mean, honestly, really? I haven't no. done it in so long. Like, I haven't raced in, I feel like, years. And the last time I <laughs> yeah. did it was derby days when I just rolled up and Logan Owen was there and just oh, just crushed everyone. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter what your ritual was. But, like, <laughs> I I follow a pretty strict, like, don't eat anything substantial. Like, probably three hours out would be, like, when I started eating. Because, like, those one-two races – you're usually racing in the afternoon yeah. or the evening, which is hard for me because all my training is in the morning. So once again, like that would be something that I would tailor towards with my training. But yeah, that and then I mean, yeah, two songs. Look them up: "The Man" by Aloe Black and "Win" by I God, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> so you Listen do have a pre-race list. Listen to songs. those two songs and you're set. And okay. then a little Enya to calm me right before. <laughs> <laughs> who can say? <laughs> 
I don't know the rest. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See, I, I'm I'm officially going to date myself. I used to listen to some U2 before the race started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two hearts beat as one kind of thing. Yep. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> Paul? I, think, I think everybody has music of some yeah. sort, and it, mine's always changed depending on you know age and whatever's. Now mine's like banjo music. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I'm all ready to go. Um, <laughs> but I think the only true ritual I've kept uh, before any race is usually a double espresso. So really, and that's that's about it. That's, that's it. Yeah, I, I don't change like an my hour diet. Before? Uh, hour depends if you know, where I get a good espresso. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I might be two, three hours uh, if I have to drive a while, a while to get a good espresso. I'm not going to go into some drive-through and they always you want flavor with that. Uh, it's yeah. like no, it's just an espresso. You don't put anything in it. Yeah, Is that with no. Water? You know what? I don't even <laughs> want what you're going to make. Thank you. You're saying you just want the. Coffee? You know that's just the that's just this stuff. That, yeah, I know. You but just, <laughs> you, like you want the shot? Hey, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker just wants the coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why I stay away from those people. Okay. But that's about it. I don't change my diet or anything. I really? Mean, I, no. I I eat and do and you know sometimes you you have to change your diet like the night before a race because you pull into town. You're yeah. Trying yeah. to find the restaurant, and every freaking spaghetti place is full. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I always go for some place that has cabbage rolls. Because <laughs> because you want to gas out the rest <laughs> of the right. field. Oh, boy. It all comes boost. out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel light. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really light. I can climb today. That's a question I was going to ask. A double espresso before a race can have an, 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 an effect on some of us, you know? And, and yeah, halfway through the race, you're, you're going to. You're talking like, about bowel movement? Yeah, you're going to take the no, Browns if you have to the cabbage, Super Bowl. Cabbage roll before, that's already, believe me, in the okay. morning, it's out of there. Okay, uh, so cabbage you're, rolls you're got clean you slate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cabbage is great. You're I 5 as far yeah, as the poop that's sheet. Right. Okay. Fact, I'm going oh. to make some cabbage rolls on Friday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about, um, I'm, I'm going to ask the question, which is almost a sin on this podcast. How about uh, your alcohol intakes uh, the, the week before a race, the day before a race, the night before a race? Is anybody, Jackson, you probably. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know how, I don't really do that much. Um, yeah. That's, I think that's what I was eventually trying to get to. Um, yeah, I. Don't you, really drink that much. I will say you took uh you you've been known to take Benadryl before because you're used to staying up so late that mm-hmm. you're like I got to get my body to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Um, I mean, last night it's not a performance enhancer, and he wouldn't get like melatonin. Right? Same doesn't do anything for you. Well, yeah. it might. Okay. I don't know. I've never done. I've never tried it. But like for instance, last try it. Yeah, can I'd, you smoke it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the thing I have to do. I have to take like a sleep aid before I have to get up early. Just like last night, you know, I was the first night before getting up at six for a new job. So it's like, I didn't sleep. I, I have to do that stuff to help me sleep. So I'll probably have to do that this weekend. This weekend. If I have to get up early, which I don't, but guys, you drink before or I've been known to. That's two different answers. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if it's like I probably won't Friday. I love, by the way, the the irony that you're wearing a shirt. This is I give in to beer or pressure. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I won't probably Friday. I mean, in my younger days, 
I have been known to have take a couple drinks before, but not not hammered, but you know, get a buzz on. And, yeah. Um, but I I too old for that anymore. I'll have a beer. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. Think. Yeah. You yeah. just you get hammered. You crack open the oh, whiskey. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Bourbon yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> shot, 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 shot. <laughs> but it's like I back in the day when I was like racing was what I was doing. I was not drinking at all through the whole season. I would not touch alcohol. And nowadays, man, even before that cross the state ride, we were all drinking. Right. There's yeah, just Fine. yeah. Yeah. That's just extra calories for the trip now, you know. Like, <laughs> like that's Good my point. philosophy yeah. now. But not gonna get any faster. Yeah. So let's but just I, get I mean, slower. Yeah, but it will affect your sleep. Like if you're truly trying to target something, I wouldn't drink probably no. like three or four days out. Really? Hmm. Yeah. What's today? Oh shit. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, I'm good. You're good. Yeah. Just yeah. tonight's the night. Um, rage. I, I <laughs> yeah, rage. <laughs> Um, how about uh, uh, a technical aspects of your bike? When do you kind of, for example, guys, when should I install that shifter on not, my uh, on my front? Not now. Not now. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it now. Not until it's working, Monday. It's working right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I'm I wouldn't seriously. If yeah. if you're, everybody uh, needs to know that I am on a borrowed front shifter from Sam. Run it as long as you want. Actually, that's that's David's. Um, oh, it is. Oh, yeah. well, fuck it. Then. He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has multiple of those. Yeah. Um, no, I I would yeah probably stick with it. I personally might change it just because. Yeah, but that's you changing. I know. It. I know. Okay. I know. I know. Wow. I know. <laughs> when did I become the worst mechanic on the face of the planet? <laughs> yeah, I, I grew mean, into I, it, yeah, right? if it works, like, don't mess with it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I'm and it gives you an excuse. I mean, huh. say you, like, lose well, you get first second of all, place by, like, two millimeters, that's that shit. That 105 shifter cup For weighs sure. a shit ton uh, more. Way more. This yeah. is not a hilly course. You will never use that small ring. On this race, yeah. race, you will not. Uh, yeah. I'll put that to the test. Yeah. <laughs> you might. Yeah, he shouldn't. <laughs> okay, uh, let's um, let's talk about mistakes you've made in the past. I'll start out. I'll, uh, for example, I've made a couple mistakes um, of pre-race preparation in my life. One of them was, for example, um, I had my wisdom teeth yanked out the day of a, of a Tuesday night race, and that was fun because I got to go up to the actual line. I raced that night could still barely talk and i spit blood on the start line and was like let's go um that was not a good idea um drinking whilst in college was never a good idea but one of my ones i will never forget is i drove over to to the seattle area to do a crit and i was staying at my mom's house she was living over there and for some reason they weren't there and i had it was a cat one two crit so i had until the late afternoon to get ready and for some reason i just sat down and started watching tv and I came across a movie I'd never seen before. I'd never seen Pink Floyd's The Wall before uh, this time. And so I was like, well, fuck, I got a couple hours. I'll sit down and watch this. Oh, my God. I was in such a mental funk after watching Pink Floyd's really? The Wall that I showed. I remember showing up at the crit and <laughs> barely making like three laps. I was just going like. Why bother, man? It's just all we are. It's just another brick in the wall, dude. <laughs> I was so depressed after that. It just ruined it. And it was like one of those Wheat Thins Mayor's Cups races. So there was like money on the line, and I just couldn't do it. I was It just destroyed me. 
So that that's my stupid story of, of poor race prep. Does anybody have any ones they'd like to top it with or, or even reach? Dax, I know you just – yours mine, was all more of a crash situation. Yeah, mine, mine are little, you know. Yeah. I think I have, I've had – such limited amount of experience racing because right when I got into racing, it all kind of went away. Um, <laughs> but I will say before one of the first time you and I ever rode Mount Spokane together, um, that was when my knee was really hurting. Yeah. Um, and so I put, I would use CBD lotion on my knee before rides and everything just to make sure for sure. Um, Doper. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you and Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember there was the day, so I had had this in the past. There had been multiple rides where I had done, I had, I had put on my CBD lotion and everything and I made sure to wash my hands. Um, and then like we'd, we'd get going on the ride, but I'd feel kind of weird. I'd feel mellow. I'd feel like not with it all the way. And then that happened a few consecutive times. And then the day we first rode Mount Spokane together, I finally put it together. So I wear contacts and so you can wash, you have to wash your hands so much to get it all off. So I put my CBD lotion on lining CBD and then I put my contacts in with lotion hands that had recently had CBD and we're about halfway up Mount Spokane and it finally clears my head fog finally clears. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Kaleidoscope eyes. I, I'd been getting CBD Whoa. straight into my eyes. Straight. Oh, my because God. Because I didn't wash my hands well enough. And I told one of my friends that that night after we did a ride, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm surprised you're here right now because of how strong that would have been oh going straight into my eye. But, yeah, that was a weird thing I did. Hmm. It's like butt chugging, but I yeah, chug. Right? But it's like, boom, immediate. Really? Yeah. Butt Chugging? You never, never heard, heard of, heard of don't, chugging? Don't look no. it up. No. Don't look I'm it up. I'm not going to. <laughs> never heard of a man All the kids standing on his head <laughs> pouring, a, pouring liquor down his ass. Hit your head faster. Hit you faster. No, no, no. No. Don't do it. <laughs> Exit only. <laughs> Exit only, friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody got another horror story of when they've absolutely fucked up race preparation? I, no. Yeah. I I mean, I, I think the, like... A couple of bad ones. I mean, I've done everything in the books with like, <laughs> as far as like collegiate racing goes, it's every weekend you're doing, you know, a stage Malt race. Liquor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, I've made every bad decision out there for uh, race prep, but I think the worst ones were like waking up in Seattle when I was first graduated from college, woke up in Seattle, drove back here, uh, and I'll go up there like 4 30 in the morning, came back here to race that Green Bluff. Circuit oh, race, yeah, God, yeah. and just got wrecked. Yeah. Like that was horrible. That was a terrible decision. I shouldn't have even entered that race. <laughs> and then the worst, like most discomfort I've been in. You guys know what Embro cream is? Oh, sure. Yeah, apply chamois cream before Embro cream. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did yeah. that in a wet race. It's like in, super in, icy hot, but hotter. It's literally chili pepper oil. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, usually put it on your legs, keep your legs warm. But if you put it on your chamois, I guess it, the re- it's like mainlining. It's through like mainlining yeah. through your, <laughs> but not your eyeballs. Yeah. And yeah. It's, Did it work like Viagra or something? You know, I have to say it was kind of <laughs> thrilling. <Yeah. laughs> 
It just won't go down. Four hours. Where's the phone number? That's <laughs> because it's, it's trying to escape. Yeah. yeah. It's trying to get as far away from your body Yay! as possible. <laughs> Talk about a missile. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the worst. That was a like a I think it was a four hour Olympic stage race that was in oh. the rain in the early spring. It was just that sucked. It rained over there? Yeah, huh. a lot. Oh, really darn. Yeah. <laughs> Who I have to ask Jack. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's always nice. And yeah, yeah. Hoquim. Paul, mistakes? Uh, I think never, uh, never made a mistake. No, I think uh, I, I, I do have fancy like spicy hot spicy foods. I mm. back that off. Mm. Um, there is a place, Sonic Burrito, not Sonic, but it's um, Slip Rock Burrito over yeah. here. They had a habanero s- sauce, and it was extra hot. And I failed the next He's day. down to hot yeah, foods. Well, I told you, accidentally. I'm not going to do that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and my mistake was I didn't have ice cream for a chaser. So I'm at the race, and I'm like, I could feel like sweating. And it's like, oh. How does this stuff stay inside? Got the meat I don't sweats. know. And then, meat sweats, yeah. Yeah. And, and the worst part is, is I've got, I got to run to the bathroom, and it's like a park one, and there's no toilet paper. Oh. And the only thing I can find is a Snickers bar wrapper, and that's all I have. <laughs> Not much grab or moisture on that, but that's all I had. And then talk about going back to the mental aspect. The whole time I'm like, I know why it's itching. I know why it's burning because oh I didn't wipe well. And that's in your back of your yeah. head, and you're trying to race, but it's like, whew, I got a shower. <laughs> kind of sounds <laughs> a lot like my experience. Yeah. That chamois might you... have to be replaced. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, and you yeah. still raced. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and remember, God. I raced in somebody else's dirty chamois once. Yeah. That's oh, a, that's, yeah. A, that's going on the greatest hits yeah. of, of the Backfiller <laughs> podcast. Um, have you guys ever had a feel like crap, but actually raced incredibly well kind of an experience? You know, we talked about whoop scores, but have you ever had that like, oh, my God, this is not going to go well, and then all of a sudden, holy shit, I feel great. You guys had those days? Every time I yeah. ride hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Yeah. On on Sunday, I was like, first half of the ride felt like hell. Yeah. And then it just, it, it clicked. Um, and then BWR, I told you the first 24 miles, I was feeling like crap. But it's just like any anything I think I have nerves about or I'm excited for or any of that type of stuff that I'm probably a little overly competitive about, I feel like hell in the first 20 minutes really yeah Yeah, every time crits all the time the first at least quarter third of the crit you're like oh my god i'm never gonna make it next thing you know you're like you're pushing people out of the way yeah you're not even thinking about it yeah yeah first 20 minutes of a crit are just it's crazy yeah just hang on like Mm -hmm. just survive the first 20 minutes after that you're good um yeah no, I've had many experiences like that. I think the most memorable one was like down in Portland. My brother and I did some downtown crit, and we ended up going one two. And it was yeah, the first part of it, I was like, I'm wrecked. There's no <laughs> way I'm toasted. And then David was out there, and I was like, Mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> See, <laughs> what is this germ? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a it's a yeah. you're gonna join us in that. Yeah. Like it's gonna you're gonna be a part of this. <laughs> doomed like yeah i'm telling you it's the same thing as like when you're riding next to him this weekend it's like oh, he's doing it why can't i do it really you know that's exactly i saw 36 and i'm like 
I can probably do 37. Yeah, I can. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are never going to enjoy the sport for just the sport, are no. you? It's always going to be a competitive element. Yes. Always. Well, yeah. That's what the sport is. Yeah. It's I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. You selfish pricks. Competitive. Yeah. The competitiveness is making the other person hurt. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I yeah. mean, you hurt worse than I. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I proved yeah. it exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it's a, that's exactly it. But I mean, I love being hurt. Like I come back from that Sunday ride, I was wrecked. Mm-hmm. Like I crashed at five o'clock on Sunday night. I keep thinking that you're just being nice to the rest no. of us when you do this shit no. because this is like, no, you guys were no. And Paul, it's just like you go and you just put this tempo on a roller climb, and I get to the top and I'm I'm rage crying. And you're just like, so anyway, what I was saying, in your middle of a story, and I'm like, you dick, you don't even hurt. But you are. You're just hiding it from yeah, me. That's right. Oh, yeah, it's that's absolutely game. when you just, like, when somebody kicks it up a climb, you kick it over the climb mm-hmm. just yeah. to be like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys yeah. are messed up. Um, has there ever been a time where everything just perfectly came together? It was the perfect training. It was the perfect preparation. It was the perfect day before race went exactly as I had planned. Anybody had everything just the cards just all fall into place perfectly? Yeah. No, Sam's like, nah. Jack's just like, I've got such limited experience. Yeah. So mine was it was a race that you didn't like over a green bluff. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going well and. It was a 40-50s group, and, you know, I even – CP rode out with me, like, the day before, the weekend before, and I said, I know exactly where I'm going to attack. I know exactly how I'm going to play this. And everything just came right to order. I had a teammate who was in the 40-plus with with this other guy from Walla Walla, an Audi team. Mm-hmm. And we went over the top the first climb, and I was with him, and I looked back over the shoulder. And so now there's a reason for this – pack with 40s and 50s to work together and i thought no i'd rather have my teammate travis win the race because i know he's going to beat him in the sprint so i backed off and let myself get caught and waited for the second second time over that hill and then that's when i pushed it and it was already now we're just down to two guys and then i knew at one kilometer right you just felt the whole time i knew the whole time i i did that whole thing in the big ring and it was a pretty steep climb and I was, I saw the guy drop down the small ring going up the hill. I thought, you're mine. You, as soon as you touch your front derailleur, I am gone. I don't care if it's a kilometer and a half or two kilometers. I just need a little gap. Wait. So. My front derailleur. I'm not shifting. No, I'm not changing. That's, not the, changing. that's the secret. Yeah. Don't yeah. use don't that front derailleur. Not towards the end. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, to rub it in everybody's faces, electronic shifting, there's no skipping when you're yeah. in the big ring. So. Yeah, the yeah. electronic. That race it, all it change. takes is just that slight delay. That's all you need. Yep. You just, in the corner of your eye, you watch. I mean, it's faster than mechanical, but, I mean, he's... You hear it, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, that was my go. And he had, you had that gap, and you just hold it, hold it, hold it, and he'll quit. Yeah, I mean, that was, that happened, like, I... I've never had anything where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to destroy these kids. I've had the <laughs> – like, I've done well. Like, one of them, I was in way better form because I spent the, you know, month down in California racing, and then I came back up and won a race yeah. um, out at Squim. But, like, I've never really had a time where I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are all mine. That next day after I won Squim, I went and raced Mason Lake, and – I had nothing to race for because I was already a one-two. I just hadn't been able to upgrade because it was the same weekend. And 
So I just strung everyone out and sent them for a ride, and that was a hell of a time. But, like, I don't think that I've ever done anything where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to come down to like this and like this and like this. Anything that I've ever won has just been sheer luck or competition (laughs) against my brother. Like, the only times that I've really done well in races have been against my brother. Really? Yeah. He's done really well. Like, he won Sea Otter when he was a Cat 3. I mean, he's done really well. But then, like, once you line us up against each other, it's like... You just cancel each other out. Basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, just, he yeah. just ruins your day and you ruin his. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, you know... Parents take notes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, watch those kids. Yeah, They're yeah, really yeah, messed yeah. up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you have more failures than, than good. And yeah. mind you, that happened when I was 50 when I said I had something good, so... There was many, many, many times yeah, I got yeah. wrong. I haven't gotten times. to 50 yet. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Well, just think about it, Sam. When you were my age, I'll probably be dead. Yeah. I'll just to let you know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's how it works. All right. Here we're about to roll into the uh, into our district championships. Uh, Sam, I'm not going to make you go to the line on this and answer. Jackson, it's it's a master's district championship, so you don't have to necessarily answer. But, uh, Paul, what, what, I'm – what do you want to walk away from this weekend with? What What are your objectives? What's your goal? At least podium, of course. My goal okay. is always, always, you know, get a jersey like uh, Scooter had. Yep. He had to show off on Sunday. He did. He showed up with a state champion jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's always the goal, and I'll just fight to the end. But there's some good names there. Road race so, and crit? Yep, whatever it takes. Uh-huh. I don't care. I, I can have that dang thing. Since yeah. 1986, I've been dreaming about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jackson, you got any major objectives? You know, recently I've gotten pretty cocky, and I learned I have to be to be confident. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to go out there and win it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Holy shit. Wow. Got to aim for the stars. I'm his father. I'm his father, and I named my podcast Pack Filler, which means I'm just expecting average. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. You got that from your mom, and she's badass. <laughs> I really don't know what to expect because I had a race to crit in a while, so I'm just curious to see oh, how that all feels. Crit. Yeah, it's and awesome. um, and I, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't. This isn't a you know a, a Weight Watchers testimonial, but a year ago I was 30 pounds heavier, so I'm 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 I have no idea how it's going to turn out, no fucking clue, and so I'm just rolling into this, just going feel you know. Paul, I, my son told me that you were talking about my style of racing as opposed to your style of racing, where I'm just kind of more of an improvisational person, and you're like, I got this fucking dialed. And yeah, I, I'm I'm going to make it up as I go along mm-hmm. this weekend, I think. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Just go hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, if you do that... Read the book dra- as it, yeah. as Drain it everything. portrays out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to lie. I'd love, to, I'd love to do something, in all honesty, to help you do it no well, because uh-huh. i know you've been trying a lot a long time yeah, some, and you if just I don't keep feel good, failing you can't, you year can't. after year after year it's like it's like you're the sycamore that years. grows taller and taller and then just it falls on a fucking car, on a car. <laughs> Damn, sucks. and then this sycamore tree dies yeah hey everybody <laughs> That brings us to the end of another Backfiller podcast. Uh, let's see what happens. It's going to be fun. Does it, do you guys have any celebrations that you're planning on? And what's a post race celebration before we find out? Is yours a big Saint Bernadus? Yeah, I have. I have uh, a 750 milliliter of that right sitting at home. Right on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. 
No, Jackson, Sam, no. Yeah, it's just I, drinks, I, whatever it is. say it's not that malt liquor shit. That whatever it is. Mentioned. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mine used anything. to be a big dinner, but I think after a road race, I'm just going to be like, because I'd have to cook it. So usually it's just like, fucking order a pizza. <laughs> and I got a treat for you guys. I brought it over. That was what I walked in with. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Podium legs. Oh, oh. <laughs> so as you guys are having your pizza or whatever, ah. right? Just hanging Jack out in those up. things. Yep, mm-hmm. and that is a massage from tip to tail. Oh shit! Ooh. Yep, it's awesome. Wow, cool. Wow, oh, geez. Thank you, thanks, thanks man. Yeah. So that'll keep you rested for the crit on Sunday. Yeah. So cool. now that I got you under under you know on mic and stuff like that, I've been talking to everybody at the beginning of the podcast about mm-hmm. Ambassador and what what uh, you know the fit and the importance of things like that, and and you and I had talked about what the 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 team riders are are, are available to get. First of all, what is that, and how should they get in touch with you? Yeah, so I mean, any of the like pack filler uh, team riders, yep. the people who are part of your um, yep. group and everything, twenty uh, percent off for all those guys. Gotcha. And then any of the listeners uh, come on in and say, "Hey, came from the pack filler, we'll give you 15 Sweet. Uh, so I want to take care of everyone, but yeah. yeah, my whole goal is just to um, you know welcome everybody to the sport. Like I had anywhere from a professional triathlete tonight to a uh, you know person who's going off to college to uh, race bikes to a person who's just getting into road cycling. So really, yeah, you know it's fun to like everybody's welcome. I do all sorts of fits, but I just want people to enjoy riding two wheels, more butts on bikes. Right on. And the professional triathlete did not vomit right near you. No. Okay, yep. good, good. Yeah. Um, AmbassadorCycling.com is the uh, the way to find you and get in touch with you, right? Yep. Okay. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jackson, fucking I love that mentality. I'm going to take that mentality. Fuck yeah. you, Paul. You're not winning state championships. I'm going to win. <laughs> good. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, we missed uh, our t- one of our new teammates. Uh, Scooter was supposed to be here with us tonight. Hopefully, he'll be there. And uh, the guy's stronger than shit. So, you know, I'm not going to win if Scott shows up. <laughs> uh, Paul, thanks, man. Yep, thank you. And everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, go out there and race your bikes. You can do it in complete rage and against other people like these three guys. Or you can just do it and have a lot of fun like me and then curse them when they're gone because they made you hurt so badly so i guess that's what we all do and that's the beautiful thing about it keep the rubber side down have a good time and tell a friend about the podcast thanks everybody even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.